This is the emergency medical minute. Okay, so carbon monoxide is the number one killer from a poison worldwide. It's from combustion of anything that contains carbon. So for us, a common thing is going to be like heating devices in a home or an enclosed space. We need to think about it anytime someone comes in with flu-like symptoms, uh, which is obviously extremely common this time of year. The most symptoms are going to be like headache, nausea, vomiting, malaise, uh, can have chest pain, um, altered mental status, syncope, but main feature is going to be headache and vomiting. Um, so, and also, if you think about, if you hear that, gosh, everyone came down with the flu in the exact same time on the same day, just think about carbon monoxide as a, as a potential, or also workplace exposures, if everyone at work was having a headache and throwing up and had to be sent home. So I think the, the first thing is we got to just think about it more often, because um, on exam, honestly, they're just going to look like a flu patient. The whole classic cherry red appearance is really not, not going to happen. Your pulse ox, so these people, the problem is they're not getting oxygen delivered to their cells, their brain, their heart, any, anywhere, but their pulse ox is going to look okay. And the reason is is because carbon monoxide binds to the hemoglobin. Instead of your hemoglobin delivering oxygen to the cell, uh, uh, you have essentially the cells don't see any of the oxygen. And so uh, how do we fix this? Well, essentially, um, the main treatment is going to be oxygen. And so the question would be, well, you just put them on nasal cannula. Do you give them a little bit of oxygen? Otherwise, no. So if we think they have it, even before we get the value back, they should be on a non-rebreather mask. So um, you really want high levels of oxygen, not just a little nasal cannula. The second question is, do we need to send these people over for hyperbaric treatment? And that's a little bit controversial, and honestly, the doc should be calling it the toxicology or the poison control center to get advice on that. And again, significant controversy surrounding how effective it is. The idea is that um, the hyperbaric oxygen not only decreases the symptoms in real time, so we can get a person's CO level, you've probably seen us trend carbon monoxide levels down to a low level over the course of hours, but the idea with diving someone or sending them to the hyperbaric chamber is that it may decrease some of these um, inflammatory effects, and that's what really causes long-term problems. So kind of like when someone's had a cardiac arrest, their brain wasn't getting oxygen for a long time, we cool them down so that when we do reperfuse their brain, they don't have this reperfusion injury. And this is similar. Once there all these cells in the heart and the brain are getting oxygen again, there's a reperfusion injury where you had this huge inflammatory cascade. And that's part of what hyperbarics may help more with. Because weeks later, patients with significant injury from carbon monoxide can get Parkinson's. They can get um, uh, neuropsychiatric sequelae. So it's not just necessarily the injury you're seeing in front of you with the headache and nausea and vomiting. There may be more permanent and longer lasting damage that hyperbarics may help with. So people with really high levels, people with syncope, people with altermentation, um, those are people we should be talking to toxicology about whether we should send them over to PSL. I think that's our closest HBO chamber. Um, I think that's essentially it. Does anyone have any questions? Oh, that's a great question. So I think there's a lot of confusion surrounding what's normal. Uh, normal levels can be up to 3%. If you smoke, it can be up to 10%. If you're into hookahs, it can be much higher, like 15 to 20, I think, just with hookah smoking alone. If someone, though, comes in with a level of 20 um, you should, and they're symptomatic, you shouldn't write it off, though, just to smoking. Um, but good to know that smokers do have higher baseline levels at, at all times.
Any other questions? I think you guys can be really helpful. I think we sometimes don't think of it, and if you guys think of it, prompt us to order the level, um, yeah, just be vigilant. And also, we see a lot of patients and have an opportunity to educate folks, so encourage people to get carbon monoxide detectors in their home. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.